Welcome to Thursday, March the 24th, and to Thursday's episode of Enough for Today. We're being brief this week because I'm hoping my chest will start to get better. Thanks for hanging with me. We're going to finish today Psalm 38. And so turn there with me. And we come to the last two verses of this psalm. David's been rehearsing his struggle, his sin, his failure with God and repenting. And he's been asking God to intervene and help him with the enemies that are plaguing him and oppressing him and persecuting him. And David comes down to verse 21. Let me ask you a question before we read it. Have you ever felt like your struggle was so intense, your failure was so bad, uh, that God was maybe thinking about giving up on you? Have you ever felt that way? Or have you ever come into a season of your Christian life where you felt like you just didn't know where he went? Like, where is God? Maybe at other times you could sense or you could see him at at work in your life. And, and, and maybe for a season there seems to be silence or distance or absence. Now, I, I want you to mark in your mind these are experiences, okay? We have, to, we have to submit or subject our experiences or our feelings. They're subjective, our feelings, to the objective truth of the Word of God. What is the promise of God? What is the Word of God to us in regard to those feelings? And I want to read what David is going to say because I've said it before, similar, not the same exact words, but I probably like you, I've said God, don't give up on me. God, don't give up on me. God, don't leave me now. Don't fail me now. And that's kind of where David is landing. And yet it there's a bit of a, a rhetorical quality to this because even as he says these words, he contradicts them in the next verse, um, showing us that it's the struggle of his experience, what he feels, up against what he knows. This is the struggle of the Christian life. Look at what David says. After all of this uh, rehearsing of his enemies and his experience and the sin and the outcomes of his sin, he says, forsake me not, O Lord. God, don't give up on me now. Don't leave me now. Don't, don't quit me. Don't, don't, don't stop helping me now. Oh my God, be not far from me. Now, do you understand? God does not, did not, never would have forsaken him. Jesus himself said, I will never leave you or forsake you. That's the very definition of covenant love. No matter what you do, you don't have any less of God's love. You don't have any less of God's interest or presence, or commitment, or devotion to you, it's yours. You didn't behave to earn it, or or behave to keep it, and your sin, or failure, or bad decisions doesn't cause you to lose it. But doesn't it cause you to lose the feeling? Doesn't it cause you to question, uh, and wonder, okay? And that's what David's wrestling with. Forsake me not, O Lord. Oh my God, be not far from me. God, don't, don't, Don't stiff arm me. Don't stand far away from me. Don't walk away. Look at verse 22. Now he's going to contradict it. He's expressed the experience, what he's feeling, but now he's going to express the truth. Make haste to help me. O Lord, my salvation. God, I feel like you're about to forsake me. I feel like you're far from me. 
but I know this. You haven't forsaken me. You're not far from me. In fact, you're very close. Uh, the Lord is, is very present. He is a very present help in time of trouble. And that, including trouble, we bring on ourselves from our own bad decision. So make haste to help me. And then here it is. This is the big statement of the whole psalm. O Lord, my salvation. Do you realize what David just said? Even though I've failed, even though I've let God down, even though I've given my enemies reason to gloat, even though my sin has outcomes and consequences, and even though I feel the sting of the rebuke of God, I still know that I'm saved. I still know that I am secure. How did he know that? When his behavior has been so bad, he knows this. His confidence is not in his behavior. It is in grace. It is in mercy. It is in the gospel, okay? Even though he wouldn't have framed it in that word, okay? That's a New Testament understanding. But nonetheless, his hope is in the mercy and the grace and the forgiveness of God. He is relating to God on the basis of mercy. And that is a gospel principle. So my friend, the God of your salvation does not leave you, does not forsake you, never gives up on you, and he is still your salvation, and he will help you. What a great landing to a long, heavy study. Happy Thursday. I'll see you tomorrow.